Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. The Super Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order. Champion of equal rights. Valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice. Today, there are many surprises in store for the Man of Steel. But before we join him at the Daily Planet in his guise of Clark Kent, let's join Dan McCullough, who has a swell suggestion to make. Say, gang, you ever been on a treasure hunt? Why, sure you have. And you know what's as much fun as a treasure hunt? Opening a package of Kellogg's Pep. Yes, sir. It's downright exciting fun to see which prize you'll find inside the package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal. You know, these comic buttons in the brand new second series are really knockouts. Bright comic strip colors, the outlines of the pictures so clear and sharp that, well, every single one of these new buttons is a real eye-catcher. Take that picture of Andy Gump, for instance. He looks so real that, well, it seems like you could almost hear him laughing. And Popeye with his corncob pipe. And Superman. And all the other familiar comic strip characters. Now, there are 18 different buttons in this new second series. So, you'll want to get busy. The more buttons you collect, the more fun you'll have comparing notes with your friends and swapping duplicates. Today, ask Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pep. Because that's the only way you can get these nifty comic buttons. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. You just look inside the pep package to get your bright-colored comic button. That's P-E-P, Pep, the sunshine cereal, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. A series of bewildering events has Clark Kent literally walking in circles. First, editor Perry White phoned him, asking him to call for Lois Lane at her apartment. Kent found the apartment a shambles and Lois missing. And then White denied having phoned him. The next morning, Lois phoned White saying she had a sensational story and asking him to bring $10,000 to a theatrical rooming house on Clover Street. An hour later, Lois reappeared at the planet. She denied having phoned White, explaining she had been with her sick sister. Alarmed, Kent returned to Clover Street. But instead of the theatrical rooming house he had visited earlier that day, he found a piano teacher's studio. The rooming house had apparently vanished from the face of the earth, and so had Perry White. As we continue now, a new and startling development has taken place. Miss Backrack, White's secretary, is telling Kent and Lois about it in Kent's office at the Daily Planet. Listen. I was just going out to lunch when you... I mean, this man called, Mr. Kent. He said he was you, and he sounded exactly like you, but exactly. Good heavens. Go on, Miss Backrack. Well, he asked for Jimmy Olsen, so I had the call switch to your office where Jimmy was. A moment later, Jimmy came running out all excited. He said you wanted him to bring you that second $10,000. Bring it where? Well, he didn't say. He just said he had a rush. He went into Mr. Darwin's office, and then I saw him leaving with a package. He might have told Darwin where he was going. Come on, Lois. All right, let's hurry. Oh, I hope nothing's happened to Jimmy. Afraid something has. So am I. 
What's going on around here, Clark? A lot of things I can't make head or tail of. The only thing I'm sure of is that Jim was tricked into delivering $10,000 somewhere, just as the chief was. Now they're both gone. Oh, Clark. Take it easy. Take it easy, Lois. Darwin might be able to help us. Here here we are. Mr. Darwin. Please, please. I'm adding a column of figures. Never mind the figures. Close the door, will you, Lois, please? Thanks. Now, Mr. Darwin, did Jim Olson tell you where he was going with the $10,000 you gave him? He said he was taking it to you. Goodness gracious, didn't he? Well, just answer my question. Did he say where he was taking it? Where I was? I didn't ask him. Good grief, why didn't you? Oh, why should I? Well, I... Mr. White had instructed me to give the money to Mr. Kent, but he rushed away without taking it. So when young Olson said Mr. Kent had phoned for the money and Miss Backrack confirmed it, I naturally gave it to him. Uh, tell me, is anything wrong? Plenty. What do we do, Clark? Come with me. Well, now, look here, Mr. Kent. I've been put... Where are we going? See the elevator starter in the lobby and Mike at the newsstand. One of them might have noticed Jim leaving. I want to know if there was a car waiting for him or if he took a cab. Come on. Sure, I saw Jim get out of an elevator, Mr. Kent, but I didn't see where he went. It was around lunch hour, and the crowd was pretty thick. Thanks, Joe. Come on, Lois. Mike. Hi, Mr. Kent. Hi. Hi, Miss Lane. Hello, Mike. Mike, did you see Jim Olson leave the building about an hour ago? Yeah, sure. He bought a Hershey bar. Did did you see where he went? He went out. I know, but you didn't notice whether he got into a cab, did you? No, I was too busy. It was around lunchtime. Oh, dear. What are we going to do now, Clark? There's an empty cab at the corner. Come on. Thanks, Mike. Okay, Mr. Kent. What do we want a cab for? We're going to police headquarters and put this up to Inspector Henderson. Oh, I wouldn't get the police in on this yet if I were you, Clark. But we can't. Look, what about your detective friend, Candy Myers? That's a good idea, Lois. Look, I'll tell you what you do. Grab that cab while I call Miss Backrack at the office and tell her we'll be at Candy's if she needs it. Okay, but hurry. You bet. We need help, but fast. Go on, get going. Now, Jim disappeared, just as Mr. White did. Maybe you can help us, Candy. Well, I'll do everything I can, Kent, but frankly, the way you tell it, this case has me buffaloed. Buffaloed? It's got me walking around in circles. Why was Miss Lane's apartment wrecked? The motive wasn't burglary because nothing was stolen. And what happened to Mrs. Walsh's rooming house? It couldn't just evaporate into thin air. I don't think it ever existed. What are you talking about, Lois? Didn't I tell you I was there myself this morning and spoke to Mrs. Walsh? You said the address was 407 Clover Street. That's right. But when you took me to 407 Clover Street, Clark, it turned out to be a piano studio and residence. And Mr. Simmons, the piano teacher, had lived there for 18 years. What? I can't understand that. Can't you? No. Can you? Well, Well, what? Nothing. Go ahead and say it. You think I'm dreaming. Well, you must admit it seems strange, Clark. Look, I... The rooming house can't be there one minute and gone the next. You're not tooting it couldn't. Well, just the same it was there. I tell you, it couldn't have been, And Clark. I tell you, it was. Well, now... And there's another thing that bothers me. What's that? Whoever impersonated Mr. White and Miss Lane and me on the telephone must know us very well. The voices, inflections, everything was perfect. Well, if it's a party, I think it is. All he had to do was listen to you talk once or twice... And then imitate you perfectly. How do you think it is? What do you mean, Candy? I think I know who's behind all this. You do? Who? Who, Candy? A very smooth crook named Jack Andrews. At least that used to be his name. He's got a dozen aliases. This is his usual technique, impersonating people and luring them into traps. Usually. Usually what? The victim is never seen again. Good heavens. You said his name is Andrews, Candy? 
What does he look like? Uh, your guess is as good as mine, Tim. Why, what do you mean? Well, we know he's of average height and build, gray eyes, brown hair, nothing distinctive about him. But one day, he's just as likely to be in Pittsburgh, three inches taller and red-haired, and the next week be in St. Louis, a fat little old guy, stooped with snow-white hair. What? You mean he's a disguise artist? He's Mr. Disguise himself. He can even do things to his eyes to change their shape and color. I've been on his trail a dozen times, but I've never been able to lay my hands on him. Good grief, and he's got Jimmy and Mr. White. You... You've got to find him, Candy. Believe me, Miss Lane, I'll do all I can. But I'm not too hopeful. We haven't got a single lead except... Oh, excuse me. My phone. Sure. Hello? Is Clark Kent there, please? Oh, just a minute. For you, Kent. For me? Yeah. Hello? Hello, Mr. Kent? Yes? Listen closely, Mr. Kent. Listen very closely. If you want to see Jim Olsen and Perry White again... Who is this? Wait a minute, I know. You're Miss... Yes, I'm Mrs. Walsh. But don't repeat it. And don't try to trace this call. I called your office and they told me where you were. If anything goes wrong, if you don't follow my orders exactly, you'll never see your friends again. Do you understand? Yes, you go on. You have to go to your apartment immediately. Alone. Say nothing to anyone. Is that clear? Yes, yes. Someone will call on you there. But if you try to set any traps... You'll never hear from us again, or from White and Olsen either. I understand. Good. But remember, no tricks. We're not stupid, Mr. Kent. I promise. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Who was that, Clark? Huh? Oh, uh, I- I'll tell you later, Lois. I- I've got to be going now. What do you mean? Where are you going? I can't tell you. Why can't you? Clark, did that call have anything to do with Jimmy and the team? I'll see you later. So long, Candy. Clark, you come back come here. Come back here, Kent. Why, Rushing to the door, Candy Myers is just in time to see Clark Kent disappear around a turn in the corridor. Who was the woman who called Kent? And what will happen at his apartment? We'll return in a moment to find out. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, one of the gangs said the other day that he can't figure out which is the most fun when Mom brings home some Kellogg's Pep, eating big heaping bowls full of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, or finding his prize in the package. Well, of course, he's collecting that brand new second series of Pep Comic Buttons now. And he's mighty eager to get a lot of them. They're so doggone colorful and bright and sparkling. Why, they look as if they could almost talk. Like Maggie and Jigs, for instance, or Olive Oil, or Superman himself. What's more, you can't beat the fun of collecting all 18 buttons in this new second series and comparing notes with your friends and swapping duplicates. So how about asking Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pep when she's marketing tomorrow? That's the only way you can get these snappy new comic buttons, you know. You can't buy them, and you don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. These comic buttons come only as prizes in packages of Kellogg's Pep. So hop to it, gang. Get busy on your collection. Tell your mother you'd like plenty of P-E-P, Pep, the sunshine cereal made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. A mysterious phone call from a woman instructing Clark Kent to go to his apartment and wait for a visitor sent Kent hurrying from the office of Candy Myers, private detective. As we continue now, he has been restlessly pacing the floor of his apartment for almost an hour. The evening shadows are beginning to lengthen over the city, and a nearby church clock is tolling five when there is a knock at the door. Whirling, Kent strides to the door and opens it, and then blinks in astonishment at his visitor. What the... A tall man in a skin-tight gray costume. Blue cape, blue hood, and mask. Batman! Hello, Kent. Mind if I come in? No, of course not. Oh, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I'm expecting someone, Batman. 
I don't want to seem rude, but this is very important. Sure, I know. You were expecting me. You? That's right. And here I am. Hey, now, wait a minute. I don't get it. I received a phone call from... From, from Mrs. Walsh, the mysterious rooming house landlady. That's right. How did you know? I know quite a bit about this case, Kent. What? More than you think I know. And a lot more than you want me to know. More than I want you to know? What do you mean, Batman? I'll tell you, but you'd better prepare yourself for a shock. The shock of your life. Amazed, Clark Kent waits for Batman to explain. What is the famous Batman's connection with this mystery? And what did he mean when he said he knew much more than Kent wanted him to know? Our story has taken a strange new twist, fellows and girls. Even stranger and more startling than anything that has gone before. Monday's episode will keep you on the edges of your chairs. So don't miss it. Be sure to tune in, same time, same station, for a thrill a minute in the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Here's a special salute to the Boys Clubs of America an organization that's 40 years old this week. 40 years of boys helping their neighbors, learning new skills, building boys into better men. All America congratulates Boys Clubs of America. And fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman, brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC publications. Say, if your dog is a softy, here's a little trick that you can try to help give him lots of muscle. Mix grow-pup dog food in with his scraps of meat and fat. See if it doesn't make his eyes brighter, his coat glossy, and see if it doesn't give him lots of oof, so that pretty soon he'll be able to take it and scramble right along with the gang. Lots of champs feed on grow-pup, you know. So let your dog have his pick of grow-pup ribbon, grow-pup meal, or grow-pup pellets. Just so his mother remembers, write Kellogg's Grow-Pup on her marketing list right now. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.